This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Gold teeth, the whole night. Got shot in the foot his senior year. Now he's one of the most well-known presenters in America. I think he just turned 30. Right, lives right here in Jackson, Mississippi. He's out in Georgia right now as we speak, talking to a bunch of uh, teenagers. And he got his bachelor's degree, he got his master's degree, and he's right now in a doctoral program working on his PhD. See, because he had a shift in his attitude. That's all. Attitude. Attitude. Activating that powerful leader within. The gap between those students who have the will to achieve excellence and those who do not. There are kids sitting in classrooms who justifiably do not have the will. And I said justifiably. Plate this wide. Contents on the plate that high. And you want me to come in here excited about your math lesson. All right, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. Our guest today transformed his life and strives to transform the lives of millions of students every day. And let's welcome to the show our good friend, Dr. Tommy Mabry, to share the details about his amazing new project, which you heard the intro on. Man, that's if I'm having a bad day, I'd listen to that every single day, because basically, um, if I were you, wow. because that's that's awfully nice words said about you. Thank you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm just glad to see you. Thank you. It's man, good it's to have you like back. I'm in... always at home when I'm in your presence. Like, well, I love this whole Mississippi public broadcast. I'm always at home. I feel comfortable sitting here with you. Even when uh, Michelle says stuff about Tougaloo? Yeah. But I know Michelle got a great heart. She does. She's she a, a huge good, heart. She has a she's great good. heart. <laughs> she says my grandmother would say good people. She's good people. So, um, Tommy, like I said, congratulations on the album. I, if I were a teacher, I seriously would download it immediately and uh, stream it and listen to it in the car before I walked into the school every single day. That's the job. That's the yeah. motivation behind it. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. So that's good stuff. It really it motivated me, and I'm not even a teacher. There so. we go. Yeah, Come so on, there you go. That. So, but man, I'm, I'm thrilled for your success. And you know, I was funny. We're listening to that intro, and he says, "Yeah, he's 30 years old, and he's not even a doctor." So that was done a while ago because you ain't 30 years old, and um, you're now a doctor. I just had a birthday. Yeah, happy Friday. birthday, by the way. 34 now. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting up there. God, you're ancient. Age. You're ancient, man. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done with your life? Oh goodness, I'm in a good space. You are in a good space. I'm in a good space. I can say yeah. that. Yeah, you are, and I'm glad that. Um, and, you know, you've been hustling. I mean, I've seen you out on the road a lot, and I'm glad that you're back out on the road a lot. Yes, yes. That virtual, I was loving it for the moment, but it's nothing like being in person. The energy. The energy is different. Yeah. So just to be around that energy, I, I'm i happy to be back out. Don't you think I think that's the thing we learned from this pandemic the most is how much we need each other? Right, right. And it taught us that. Yeah. It taught us that we really need each other. Yeah. And how much we annoy each other. Both. Yeah. <laughs> a mixture of both. <laughs> a little bit of both on that. Um, we'll break down the album just a second a little bit. I mean, just there are folks that may not know you, and if they don't, that's their, their loss. But tell a little bit about your backstory again, because, I mean, it's it's so powerful and so incredible, and I think it really sets you up to be what you are today and such a good speaker. Right. And I always start off by saying, you know, my past is what made my future. Right. I started off with challenges like any other kid, but my challenges was a little severe. 
I was kicked out of 10 schools growing up, seven elementaries and three middle schools. You know, just coming from that bot, that that background of learned behavior. So yeah. just walking that, that path and was locked up my fifth grade year. Something minor, but just to witness that at a young age. That's a lot of trauma. That's a lot of trauma. And I didn't really understand I was traumatized until I was older. Right. So, when I was when I look back now, I'm like, you know, I was in the fifth grade. Just to be in a jumpsuit and go through the process of having a shower with other guys, it was, it was something that at the moment I really didn't understand. But when I was here, people say, man, he a troublemaker. He a troublemaker. He this and that. I'm an educator, right? So my master's in early childhood. What you tell a kid, a kid learn from observational yeah. learning. So if, if I perceive that I'm a troublemaker and I'm a troublemaker, I start to wear it. So it's yeah. important that we speak life into our young kids. Well, you you look at, I mean, you look at all the problems that, that vex adults, and most of it can be led back to childhood drama. It's right. just amazing on that. And, you know, and I was thinking about that. You kicked out of that many schools. Did you not have anybody that believed in you enough to step up and, and help you along the way? I think I did, and then I didn't. But yeah. at the same time, I have to take credit for that because – I was really you weren't you weren't open to it. I was hard headed, and I view school school was fear to me. School wasn't a safe haven for me. Right. So when you think of a school building, when I was coming up, it was really fear. My anxiety level sitting in the classroom, like I really just didn't like school. I didn't think they understood me, and I didn't understand them. So the anxiety level sitting in a seat and wondering if the teacher gonna ask me to stand up and read, and I know I can't read like other kids. It's not that I really can't read i just never put the effort there to read right man i never wanted to be in school so the results of me acting up is getting kicked out or suspended i want to be back into my comfort zone my comfort zone is at home so i knew what i knew what would happen if i get into trouble or i fight or whatever that situation i can go home and watch tv and run the streets but I try to tell educators that you by suspending me, you only putting me back into an environment. So, you know, and you talk about this, and we'll break down the album in the next segment. But you talk about that in one of the one of the the songs, one of the one of the tracks. You mentioned that if a teacher has a, a little Tommy like you, right. that that teacher should champion you and make you. Oh yeah, come on up to the board. Come on up and do this thing, yeah. and teach you to kind of empower you and make you feel comfortable in that situation. Right. So, and I now talking to you now, and then listening to that track, I feel like there was a lot of you personally in that. That's, and that's you got to reach my self esteem level. Yeah. Because right now I'm coming in with a defense mechanism, and as a teacher, you have the opportunity to steer me in a direction at this moment, but you got to activate me first. Right. Once you activate my self-esteem, then you can teach me, and then you have right. my attention. But if I don't like school, I'm not. I view that building like it's a waste of time. You, You're not gonna get my effort at that moment. You know, we've talked in the past and past interviews. It was there was a switch at some point where you know in the, in the intro talking about your attitude and, and everything else. What was it that took you from being broken, Tommy, to achieving, Tommy? I was shot my senior year. That'll do it. There you and go. And it's sad something got to happen first, but yeah. that was that wake-up call. Yeah. Because the things that helped me cope was basketball. Right. And so now to hear that doctor say, you, I was shot in my foot, that now you can't play basketball, what are you? And I told him nothing. And basketball, you told him nothing. I told him nothing because I didn't see myself outside of basketball. Yeah. I didn't see myself in education, but it was funny how that bullet – see, basketball gave me an outlet. 
it gave me a way out of the neighborhood. It gave me that confidence. Yeah. Basketball taught me how to be amongst people and work together. When I couldn't play basketball no more, it was like, okay, I'm nothing now. And at that moment, it was like, you need to make a change because I was at the bottom. So but, when you're at the bottom, you can only look up at that moment. Okay, there's a book I just, I'm just reading right now called Rising Hope. And it's talking about hope. It's obviously something that is measurable that is obviously the secret sauce that gets kids out of messes and problems and everything else and talks about a lot of childhood trauma. Two components to that. One of them is obviously it's pathways. You got And your pathway was basketball, right? Correct. Well, that got closed. And the other is um, willpower. And that willpower, you know, and you know what it is about willpower. I mean, for me, I mean, I have a plate full of cookies. I'm going to eat the cookies, right? So it's hard because you only have so much willpower. But if you have other people that believe in you, that's where you get that willpower from and so forth. So your pathway was closed. You, you needed to find a new pathway. You obviously had to have somebody that championed you along the way that helped you find that new pathway. Right. I give credit to a lot of my basketball coaches and rest in peace to actor Tommy Ford from the Martin Show. Yeah. Because I met him my senior year, and, I, and of course, I have a great pastor. And there was a lot of males, my dad also, but actor Tommy Ford, when I met him my senior year, I was making so many excuses to him. I was like, my dad this, my mom come from this. And he was like, you know what? Never use a situation around you for an excuse not to succeed. Yeah. And that's, that's that stuck with me so far because I was making excuses to him. And just to be exposed to a guy that was on – this is the guy that's on Martin, you know. And, yeah. I, and I talked to him for 10 years straight. We became close, really? real close friends. Yeah. But that's why I don't take it for granted now when I meet young kids because I was like, I only met him that one time and I was inspired. So I know how far one can go if you expose our kids to greatness. I was like, I'm in the same room as this guy from Martin. And not only that – I build a relationship with him that was so concrete. So on the Martin show, they, they always made excuses about, he don't have a job. That was his slogan, but he really did have a job, and his job was to be that that vessel to me, to be that spark of hope. Because yeah. the best two things you can ever give a kid is vision and hope. If you don't give them vision and hope, it's a disconnect. And now that kid don't wake up to no kind of, no dreams, none of that. So when you give a kid vision and hope, you're giving them something to wake up to. And that's why I think it's important that we do the parts that, that we right. be there for them in that way. Right. You just got to show a kid, yeah, you're special. Yes, you can do this. Yes, you can do that. But if we preach over them, you're a troublemaker. You can never do this. You can yeah. never do that. Kids start believing that. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you, and people don't realize that. And a lot of people say, well, it's not my job. Yeah. And it is your job. It is your job. Anytime yeah. you're around a child, it's a teaching moment, good or bad. Right. It can be a teaching moment. Yeah, I love the show Ted Lasso. It's on Apple Plus. There was a, a point today in the last episode where he was explaining something to his team. He'd made a mistake. He'd not told them, been honest with them. And he said, every choice is a chance. That's it. That's and every it. choice we make as adults with a kid is a chance to make a difference with them. That's why I love the album because on the album, I even I talk about understanding students. Yeah. If you understand a student, I don't really care what's your role with the kid. No matter what part of education, you could be the neighbor, you could be yeah. the coach, anything. You have a moment to right. steer that kid. I mean, and you talked about like even the custodian. Yes. You know, and I was I was a custodian for a year after college, and and I got to know a lot of the kids, and yes. it was yeah, because it was like. You know, they were like, what's it like being in college? And what's it like? Oh, you're not doing what you want to do. And I said, oh, this is OK. I'm here. The I'm here wisdom, for a reason. The yeah. wisdom that this custodian had, he didn't take his job as my job was to clean. Right. No, he was like, when I get a chance to mentor 
or a minister, I would do it. And yeah. that's the mindset. You can't miss opportunities like that because I'm 34 years old right. and I'm still talking about a custodian. That means everybody got to play a part of this. Never walk into that building like you insignificant. Never walk into your community like you insignificant. I think everybody, they say it takes a village to raise a child. But what if the village corrupt? Right. So now you're looking at what, what makes up the variables in that community. How long are we going to just sit there and watch? Right. We got to do something about it and not feel like times are so different, even though times are so different. But don't feel like, okay, I'm just this person. I can't do this. We can't have that attitude, not when we're dealing with kids. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue speaking with educational consultant, professional speaker, and author, Dr. Tommy Mabry. And if you have any questions or comments for Dr. Mabry, the number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you know enough about me to teach me? And if you don't know enough about me to teach me, how can you fully teach what you don't know? This story, I'm going to tell you all, look, I get emotional about this story every time I say it. One day I was out of town doing a PD, and I walked through this school building. And I walked through the metal detector, and it was this young man behind me who walked through the metal detector, and it went off. But it was something in his bag that made the metal detector go off. And when they checked his bag, he had a bag full of candy. And they told him, they said, look, you can't bring this candy in here. He said, sir, I need that bag back. Please, sir. Look at me, you all. He said, I need that bag back. And he played tug of war with him. They said, no, we can't allow you to come in here with all that candy. He said, but I need that bag back. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking. I'm like, mm, it's something there. I didn't just judge him. I just didn't wrap him off. I said, it got to be something there because I'm looking at his posture. I'm looking at his body structure. He said, I need that bag back. And he was getting so angry. He was getting so frustrated. I can look at him. And the principal called for the security guard. They security, said, look, security. he got to go. Get he him out of here because he was getting real angry and he was hollering. And I told the security guard, I said, look, you stop. Let me talk to him. And I broke him down. And I said, look, man, what does that candy mean to you? He said, you don't understand what that candy mean to me in a million years. I said, no, I understand. But apparently they don't. I said, what does that candy mean to you? He said, if I don't bring that profit home. Or if I don't bring that candy home, I don't make rent. The whole room shifted. When he said that, the whole room shifted. He said, listen, I want you all to understand something. He said, I make $20 a day, sir. He said, at the end of the week, that's $100. He said, at the end of the month, that's like $400. And that's my part of the rent. He said, my mom is on food stamps, sir. He said, my mom is the candy lady in the neighborhood, and what she doesn't sell, I bring it to school, and that's my part of the rent. And he broke down crying. And I asked the principal, I said, did you know that situation? 
And he broke down. He was like, no, sir, I had no clue. Wow. And his assistant principal standing there. I said, ma'am, did you know that situation? She said, no, I had no clue. So I went to the counselor and I said, this your area. I said, did you know that situation? And she had no clue. See, my problem is not that I expect you to know every kid that walked through that building. My problem is that nobody built a relationship with him, that that kid didn't have a relationship with no one. That means whatever he's dealing with, he forced to cope with it on his own. Come on, Boone's Taxonomy. Come on, Hierarchy, the special needs. Come on, Abraham Maslow. Abraham Maslow theory talk about the special needs of a kid. He said the longer a person goes unfed, the hungrier that person gets. That means if a kid is hungry or the kid has special needs, that kid can't operate in a certain capacity until the special needs are covered. So I paid for that kid. Oh, wow, 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 wow. That's a, that is wow, Do You Know, wow. and you're listening. Come on, come on. Track yeah. two, track two. That's track two from Do You wow. Know from Tommy Mabry's new uh, spoken word educational album. And we'll talk about that in just two seconds here. You're listening now. You're talking on MPB Think Radio. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Mabry, you can always give us a call at 877-672-7464. Tommy, uh, that was Strong's Onions. Whew. Thank you, man. And you're right. You know, that that paradigm shift, that moment. When you realize it's like the story of the guy on the subway train whose kids were raising Cain and then they find out that his wife had just died, you know, and you realize, okay, well, maybe he's not being the best parent at the moment because he's got other things on there. But that that is so true that if we just take a little bit of time and get to know people, then we have empathy and we understand. You never know what anyone is going through at that moment. And we can't we can't exit out our kids mentality our kids right. go through adversity also yeah and to find out that this kid really felt like he was the man of the house uh-huh. and i always tell parents, which is kind of cruel to do to a kid that's the worst thing you can ever tell a kid is you the parent of you the man right. of the house right don't put that responsibility on a young no kid. they're supposed to be kids right so that kid is coming to work that kid yeah. there go that math f- uh, formula there go that paper that you would access that kid coming to work just like you. But understanding a kid through his perspective, then you will get, okay, I need to put this in place for that kid. So how would you recommend the principal, the counselor, the teacher, that they seem to be overwhelmed, they have 30 kids in the classroom, right, right. you may be spending all your energy or one or two of them that's been misbehaving and suddenly 28 fall, fall through the cracks. What kind of encouragement do you give to those those folks in the school to be able to talk to kids and be able to get to know them? Everything starts with relationships. Yeah, building relationships, and it's not going to come overnight. This this is a, a yearly thing. Yeah. But building that relationship with a kid and having dialogue and giving that letting that kid know I'm here for you. Because one thing I do understand about kids, when you get a kid attention and you get on his level or he he or she level, that kid will vent some things to a teacher. Yeah. That he probably wouldn't tell no right. one else. But it's about building that relationship. And first. also, to creating a safe space, too. Make me feel like this is my environment. Yeah. How you make that room conducive for me, too. Because like I told you, I didn't view school like school was a safe haven. It was fear to me. So every kid is different. Not your model kids, and then you have your more challenging kids. How you make that room conducive for them, too. Yeah. So, well, Tommy, it's, it's interesting you talk about that. A lot of uh, teachers haven't been taught how to teach, right. and that's what your whole uh, platform is about, teaching the teachers and the educators how to teach students in that environment, in that realm. And it takes a shift in their thinking as well, a shift in the curriculum, right. a shift in it's not just about 
teaching a test. It's about a relationship, building relationship, um, making an environment conducive for learning, individualized. And that's challenging, what Marshall just said. How do you expect a teacher with 30 or more than 30 students in one classroom to be able to do that? You have to give that well, you answer that. How do you do that as far as the um, administration? What do you tell administration? How do they need more teachers, more aides, more help? How does a teacher get the tools to be able to build those relationships? And, those and I want to say this. Our teachers are amazing because if you understand what our teachers encounter daily, yeah. when you have 30 kids, it's hard. And I'm not going to say it's not. Our teachers are amazing. They're doing some phenomenal things. That's this album was to shine the light on them and say that listen, I appreciate you. Yeah. Because I yeah. get I get angry when I hear people talk about what our teachers are not doing and, and they should be doing more. If you've never been in a school system before or worked with kids, how dare you? Because I've I've been in there before. I, I was on a radio show one time and a guy was talking about, Well, teachers get two months off in the summer. It's like Come you on. couldn't handle it, you would go crying home to your mother. Our teachers see our kids more than yeah. we do. Throughout yeah. the day, you may see your That's kid right. from 6 to 7, and then in the evening sometimes That's your right. kid have after-school programs. You got two more hours. Our teachers see our, our kids yeah. eight hours a day. That's yeah. a lot. You know, and I think about my own sons. There are several of their teachers that have become mentors to them. Correct. Yeah, so because they took the time. And that's the thing. They were there. They were present. We should appreciate yeah. our teachers. Educational system. I said, parents, you need to be the teacher's be- the teacher best friend. That teacher is raising your kid. Believe it or not, Tommy. I'm a fan of yours. I've been a fan of your speaking. I think I've seen you speak in person. You're a lot of energy in the room, and I can tell you from personal experience, it is a lot of difference between speaking for a room and getting in front of a microphone on energy level. I think you nailed it. I mean, <laughs> you've got a lot of energy. I know a couple. There's a couple tracks or are, are live. Uh, done live, but really good on that respect, but also too, and you're right, this is kind of a love letter to teachers, um, but it's it. also also a pep talk to teachers. Right. I mean, it's, you know, by the time you get done with it, and I've mentioned two or three times before already, I would listen to this in the car every morning before I went into the school building. Wow. You and know. that's that was my the the motivation behind that. It was free too. And so so free. wasn't obviously your motivation wasn't just to fill your pockets full of cash. Right. And I'm that I'm that messenger for the kids. I yeah. know our kids can't communicate the needs. Right. They can't communicate to the, the administrators. So I'm the voice for them. I've been the student before and yeah. I've been the teacher before. So it's like I'm translating that. And I'm telling teachers how you understand a kid like that, how you understand him from his perspective. So I just appreciate the educational system like no other right. because I know that's where it really starts. Your first job in the school system, you were in ISS. ISS teacher. Yeah. You would have thought I was the superintendent in that building because I never looked at the role. I just looked at, I'm here to serve. And then yeah. I understood that I would get kids that's similar to my background. Yeah. So I, it was perfect for me because anytime a kid came in my room and I'm building dialogue with him, I'm like, mm, all he need is me. You you went through, obviously, the pandemic, and suddenly you were off the road. You're doing virtual and all that. And I can see that that's probably where the idea of this album came from, was the fact that you needed to have some way to be able to reach teachers, other than the fact that you just standing in front of them and talk to them a it little bit. It was so many different foes, and that was one. And it was also when we go travel the country and we speak, yeah. I'm always getting a teacher come up to me and say, I love what you just did. Is this something on YouTube that I can listen yeah. to in the morning? And then I was running one day, and it hit me. I'm saying, every time I go somewhere, uh, I hear a teacher or any or a principal, do you have anything that – you can leave them with yeah. when you go on to have your energy. 
I said, okay, I'm going to do an album because it, it's never been done like that before. That was all God sent. Yeah. I can't even take credit for that. But I wanted to give them something. Even when I leave, you need to listen to this in the morning. A souvenir. Yeah, this is this is a souvenir. <laughs> Show ownership in this album. <laughs> exactly. This is yours. But I love education. I yeah. love it. This this is where our kids are developed. And then K through five, come on, you're thinking about the most important years of a kid right. development. You can't come in that building thinking you insignificant. You matter. Every single person every, in that building. Everybody. Yeah. It's, it takes all of us to, to make a difference. Some of the other tracks are just throwing number three is identity. What does your classroom say about you? That's so true. Yeah. I mean, create a welcoming environment. And, and I love this point. What, you know, what, uh, what you allow in August is what will happen in May. Yeah. Don't think it's going to leave. Yeah. Whatever you allow in August, you need to set that identity in your classroom, in that school building. Right. You need to have an identity in your class. What does this classroom say about you? Yeah. But stay consistent. That's really what that track three was about, being consistent and not thinking, okay, it's, it's May and we want to try to instill something. Now, no, you had a whole – this kid had a whole year of doing it this way. But yeah. if we start in August – and we start and we lay a foundation in August, then we can build until May. But if you don't have a foundation, that's really what chapter, th- I mean, um, track three was about, building yeah. a foundation in that classroom. Uh, you know, before you say uh, that question, you just said a uh, slip, and you said that chapter. That chapter. But you know what? That wasn't a slip. This is a book. This is a book on, an uh, audio book, basically. Yeah. And this is like, I don't want to use the word viable, but this is a book. Come on. For teachers. Come on. And so you said chapter, but it wasn't a slip. This yeah. is a chapter. And how many chapters is in this book? It's going to make sense in you a see? few months. You You're going to be like, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah so this is the outline. You can't give them to them yet. This is but, a yeah. chapter. This is a chapter. And I know what you're saying. I almost I told on myself. I, I see it. I think yeah, this is the outline. You're pretty good. This is the outline. Yes, that wasn't as a Freudian slip, basically. Because uh, you know, <laughs> if you're a counselor or teacher, you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, that was a slip that was supposed to uh, happen. But uh, talk about the album a little bit. I don't want to run out of time. How did the formula of the album come together as far as the producer? And how did you, like, who did you work with? I'm going to tell you something. I was running, and I called my guy. I said, look, this is my idea. He said, let's go in the studio and do it. We didn't really know, like, the variables, but we went in there and made it happen. My guy Jay and James produced yeah. it. We was in there day in and day out. And it's I build so much respect for guys that go in, young ladies that goes into the studio and record. I didn't know it was this hard. <laughs> all the different punch-ins and the, the time that it takes. I remember standing there all night one day. And I just appreciate the craft of music now yeah. to know what, what it takes to do this every day. Well, I mean, you're, the way you've written it and the, the language and the rhythm of what you're saying goes along with the rhythm of the music, and it's very powerful. So it's not a – if you were just sitting there going, oh, I'm going to sit there and tell you a story about being in a classroom. It's like that, yeah. you know, people go – and, and click to something else. But on the album, it grabs you and engages you. I can tell you one day in the studio, Jay will tell you, he was like, man, no, go back to it. Give them that same energy. Because I was yeah. like, it's not. I, he was like, no, they want They got to feel that. Feel that right. energy. So I went in, closed my eyes, and I'm just going. I'm in a yeah. different. And you're waving your arms around, just like you're speaking. One day he said, yeah. they was telling me in the studio. They was like, man, you done moved away from the mic as if you was in a temptation. Like I was going. I felt that yeah. zone. 
And I knew then it was perfect because I'm like, mm, I just transferred that same energy. Yeah, which is hard to do. That's hard. It's very hard to do. You know, the thing about and I love about this, it's not just you're not just hitting one group of folks. You're hitting administrators. You're hitting teachers. You're hitting, you know, like you said, custodians, lunchroom ladies, bus drivers. You didn't name it. I, Kingpin was one that, that Kingpin. Yeah, I like that. So you basically had the principal that just was trying to be a hard blank. Right, right. Uh, you know, write everybody up and everything else. And what he's doing is killing morale. You can't build tension with things. Those are the same people you need on the front line. Why are you so prideful on the fact that you you write your staff? Up? Yeah, you need those people with you on the front line right. every day. Just imagine if I felt great coming to work every day. I'm just excited. Then my energy come with me. You're ten thousand downloads right now. That's Almost nice, ten. Oh, that's a nice bir- uh, birthday present. That's a good one. It's, yeah. Across all platforms, right. when you add them up, it's, it's similar. It's almost well, you're going to be 100,000 after this Come interview. on, let's do that. Come on, let's prophesy nice. a bit. Let's <laughs> just throw that out there a little bit. But, I mean, no, it's great. And, and the last track was thank you, and I love that. Because, like you, you said, you said thank you. Cause, um, and, and I've spoken to a couple convocations before with teachers, and, and I just want, I always try to get that out. So, look, I'm in a lot of schools, and I just want to say thank you. Because yes. what you do day in and day out is so important and so hard. That, those are our parents when we're not around. Yeah. That's a big thank you to me. Every teacher, every custodian, every bus driver. You know how hard it is to be in a bus driver in today's time? <laughs> yeah. I would and not want the job. They are protecting yeah. our kids. Yeah. I have a beautiful daughter that get on the bus sometimes. Sometimes. You know I said? Sometimes. Yeah. I need that bus driver to be excited. Mm-hmm. I need You need to be... You Focus. transport that, my kids. I tell you, that is, and if any parent had half a half, half sense, just that watching that child get on that bus every day, you have complete faith. Mm-hmm. I, I'm almost emotional when I see my daughter get on that bus. So That's if strong. I can tell that bus driver anything, is thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for getting my kid home safe. Yeah. Thank you for transporting my kid in today's time where social media kids hang out the window door. Yeah. You know how hard it is to be in a bus driver. So on the album, I'm giving a bus driver thank yous, the cafeteria worker thank you. Some kids didn't even eat last night. Mm. Yeah. And now that kid is there in your presence. This your moment. I know it. And that's like suddenly you're the most important person in school because you're getting that child some nutrition. Education. And I want to shine a light on education today. Definitely. We're going to take our last break, and when we return, we're going to wrap up our conversation with Dr. Tommy Mabry. Hey, phone lines are still open, so if you've got a question or comment for him, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. I just want to say thank you. See, I did this album for every educator in the world. See, I wanted you to have something when you wake up in the morning, when you're on the way to work. I wanted something that motivates you on your break time. Thank you for your patience. 
Thank you for those sleepless nights preparing that lesson plan for our kids. See, it frustrates me to hear people talk about my educators and they criticize my teachers and they talk about what our teachers are not doing. See, if you've never been in a classroom before, if you've never walked those halls as a teacher, you have no clue what our teachers encounter on a daily. So I want to say thank you to every district employee, every administrator, every teacher, every custodian, every cafeteria worker, anybody that's in transportation. Thank you. I want to give you all this album to listen to because I know when you get up in the morning going to work, sometimes you need that edge. Sometimes you need that motivation. When you're on break and you just watch what little Tommy did, you need that motivation. See, I want to encourage you all to see past his circumstances. I want you to see past the present and see him for something that he could be. So I want to encourage you all the job is not done. Because Tommy will be entering that building soon. I leave you with this. If you give me a safe haven, if you give me your trust, if you give me your time, if you give me your effort, if you treat me like I was your own, if you believe in me, if you push and encourage me, I give you the grit. I give you my effort. You are listening wow. to the Educator album wow. with Tommy Mabry, Dr. Tommy wow. Mabry, and that is, of course, thank you. Strong as onions once again. You crying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves it. He loves the tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he no, loves the tears. No. But yeah, it's so powerful wow. that when you hear, and the, even to the end, the thank you. Yes. The thank you is powerful. Yeah. So from the first track to the last one. Thank it's you. Very no, it's very good. And it's free. That's what's so beautiful about it. Yes. I mean, it's a gift to teachers. It's yours. And educators. And like I said, um, when I say educators, that's everybody. That's everyone. We're all educators. We are. Anytime you're around a child, it's a teaching moment. Yeah. We all are teachers. Believe it or not, we don't have to be in the school system to be a teacher. We all teach. Mm-hmm. That's important, though. You know, you are back out on the road, obviously. You've, God, I look at your Instagram and I get tired. I just, <laughs> I, I, I take a nap after I look at where you all you've been. Um, what are you seeing out there right now? How are teachers doing? I mean, are, how did they get through the pandemic and so forth? Uh, what, what's kind of your sense of what's going on out there? I'm seeing the transition. It seemed like they're finally coming back, but I know it's still tough. Yeah. And majority of the teachers that I see now, they still smiling. Yeah. That's why I really want to say thank you, because through this pandemic, I know it's tough even at your house. But you there every day. You're on the front line with our kids every day amongst this. If we don't tell them thank you, I know <laughs> that's how you not love a teacher right now. Right, you know how you not. It's amazing to me that so many of the teachers that I meet now. There's, there's obviously in every profession there are people who phone it in, and right. and but so many of them. It's not about the money because if it were about the money, they would be doing something else. It's about this passion. Come on, it's just the passion of going in and loving the kids and, and loving to make a difference. And like I said, it just even from the small world that I live in and the teachers that I know, and particularly the one I'm married to, um, they were going to do everything they could. She was going to do everything she could to make sure her kids had the most normal experience in an abnormal situation. If you had my kid eight hours, I'm, I would I would be your biggest advocate. Yeah, <laughs> would, yeah. Think about it. My kid is with you eight hours. I love my kids, right? I love my kids. If you can't be that person, that's like a – how you not be that person biggest, biggest advocate right now? Right. Eight hours a day? <laughs> yeah, definitely strong. Wow. Oof. 
What do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be known as a person that gave it everything to our kids. One that when I leave here, I want them to know I was here. I want them to know that I didn't take nothing for granted when it came to serving kids. I've been speaking almost 15 years now, and I wasn't getting paid or none of that. I've been, if you go to my Facebook and Instagram, anybody that know me, they going to know me for the guy that been mentoring kids. Yeah. I was 19 years old when I started, and I've been consistent every year. Every year you can go back and see I've done over 100 events almost every year. It was never about money to me because I know how far one can go. I was trying to model what people did for me. I wanted to be that reach one, teach one. And then you heard me say on the album, one kid called me his Martin Luther King. That was some big shoes, Oof. and I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. But he said, now I, because of you, I can dream. I don't take that for granted. That right. almost broke me down. Kids, kids relate to you. They really love you. I was in Reddington, Cal- California, Redding. Yeah. I, I received 30 letters from students that was in elementary and middle school just telling me how they can relate to my story and how much I did to them. So when I get on the road every day, I'm taking that thought with me, and I'm like, you know what? This not a moment you can take for granted. And when I'm doing a professional development with teachers, I'm understanding that it's you that, like, you need to be motivated. Right. I need to encourage you, and I need to let you know that you matter because we doing it for them. It ain't even about you. Right. It's for those kids right now. And that's that's my every day. My books is up to kids. I got an elementary, a K-5 through five book. <laughs> I got a little Tommy mascot character that come to the elementaries with me. It's all about them. My whole platform is kid-driven. When you got your doctorate, what did you get it? What did you focus on? Executive leadership in urban higher education. Really? So one day, we don't know. Uh-oh. Hopefully I'll be a college president one day. That's I never told nobody that. but Tugler? Oh, that would be great. But they have an amazing <laughs> president right now. That would now. be a full circle event. Yeah, because if you did JSU, then that would just absolutely cause Come Michelle's on, head to blow off. Uh-oh. I can see but that, too. Yeah. I know that. No. I know that that's... You know one thing about you, though, and I just that's one thing I, I mean, that's why I like you. It, just because if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and you know, and it, the harder the better, it seems like. You like a challenge, don't I you? I love it. It's, you know, what's hard is worth going through. Yeah. You, you mentioned the Martin Luther King moment, and yeah. off air, we talked about this what, last week. Martin Luther King, some of the other great uh, speakers oh, in correct. our history, yeah. did albums. So you're just following suit of the great speakers of our times. Wow, that's my contribution. Exactly. I think I it's, just, it. it's just smart, though, whenever you speak. Because people like to have something to remind to, of, of the event, of you, and everything else. And for you to be able to say, here, it's here's something for you. Yeah, you, for free. For free. <laughs> yeah, the free part's amazing, So to be honest with you. So. It's, uh, but, I mean, everything you put out comes back. Oh, uh, come on, man. You reap and what you're you putting, You're putting some good stuff out there. I appreciate that. Man, Tommy, love you. I'm glad you're here, and I'm proud of you. I really am. Thank you. All right. Well, I tell you what, speaking of thank you, thank, thank you for listening today and joining us. And I want to thank our guest, K-12 educational consultant, professional speaker, author, doctor, and man on the move, Dr. Tommy Mabry, for sharing his incredible story and, of course, his out the educator album with us today. If you'd like to hear the show again or any past episodes, listen to the podcast at mpbonline.org slash now you're talking. Now you're talking is a production of MPB Think Radio and is produced by Michelle McAdoo. You can find the educator album, I guess, on all platforms. You can go to, you can go to all musical platforms, but my social media is Dr. Tommy Mabry on Facebook, Instagram. My website is www.tommymabry.com. 
Com. Sounds great. Coming up next is Healthy and Fit with Dr. Jo- with Josie Bidwell. Gave her a doctor title, too. Join us next week for more great conversation here on MPB Think Radio. Y'all have a great week. I just want to say thank you. See, I did this album for every educator in the world. See, I wanted you to have something when you wake up in the morning, when you're on the way to work. I wanted something that motivates you on your break time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for those sleepless nights preparing that lesson plan for our kids. See, it frustrates me to hear people talk about my educators, and they criticize my teachers, and they talk about what our teachers are not doing. See, if you've never been in a classroom before, if you've never walked those halls as a teacher, you have no clue what our teachers encounter on a daily. So I want to say thank you to every district employee, Every administrator, every teacher, every custodian, every cafeteria worker, anybody that's in transportation, thank you.